This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. It's time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the Awesome Coast, Awesome Cast, episode 516. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron here on the Twitter, on the social medias, on your Facebook, on your Periscope, on your YouTubes, wherever you may be watching or listening on podcasts later on. And I understand there's something of an event, but it's less of an event. But it was very appley, and we'll get to that later in the show. But first, we got to go down the line. First of all, with us, he is a gadget guru from Dormont, Pennsylvania. Uh, and uh, he, he's he's coming from Studio C, John Chichilla. How you doing, sir? Good. How are you doing? Happy Happy Tuesday. Excellent. It's weird for me. It's it's like a Monday. Did I me. send? I had did, I had yesterday off. Did so. I send you that strange thing I found last week in wrestling that involved Dormont, PA? There was oh, a no. there was, was it in the Slack. I I can't remember where. I thought I sent it to you. Maybe I sent it to Duck. I, I I thought I sent it to you. There was a pro wrestler on AEW Dark on YouTube, which is big company and they were announced as from Dormont, pennsylvania and i looked her up and the twitter says he's claiming pittsburgh so i'm like okay okay that's okay i how how do i not know of this wrestler that lived a mile away from me apparently <laughs> so and, and Dormont's only one square mile i think in size yeah so. yeah that, that doesn't narrow it down much i mean I, I, you know, but anyways, um, there are other pro wrestlers in Dormont, by the way, but in they're cool too. But anyways, uh, also with us, she is, uh, joining us, uh, as she is weekly virtually here, but we'll talk about where else she ended up virtually this week as well. The Dutters is with us. Katie, how oh. you doing? Hi, happy prime, happy deal day, happy go fast day. <laughs> uh, go fast day? What's go fast? Day? Oh, oh, high <laughs> speed. That's right. <laughs> happy, happy. Did you know 5G is a thing day? Uh, apparently and it's going to make everything happen and i i think it's going to cure covid do not check me on that please um twitter's going to put one of those things on your it, it, it is it is i it, we, we get that enough because we tag covid stuff as it is but uh no absolutely uh, so no we're going to i'm excited to talk about your awesome thing uh, uh, of the week as well uh katie um as well um there was something else I want to touch on, but never mind. This is the Awesome Cast. Check us out at awesomecast.com. You can check out everything over there. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasty things. Uh, hit us at email at awesomecast at circuitronmedia.com. Awesomecast on the Twitter, the Awesomecast Facebook page and group, as well as the Awesomecast YouTube. We are streaming live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on all of those platforms that carry that carry video, as well as the Sorgatron Media Twitch page. So however you like to get get at the action uh and we're trying to keep an eye on on uh, all the uh 
the chat rooms. Of course, mostly we have people hanging out over on the Facebook page, including Dave Potter hanging out there as well. He usually keeps us up to date on all the picture things happening uh, in the iPhone world. And you can also um, check out our partners, give some shout-outs to our friends at the405media.com. They're still streaming the awesome cast as part of their site. And our friends at postindustrial.com. They're sharing the awesome cast and plenty of other great Pittsburgh podcast. So please go check that out and uh, explore the Pittsburgh podcast world. I'll give a shout out to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Our friends at the coffee club level, Matt Weller, John DeGore, and John Carmen, as well as a fan of the show level are my friends Michael Fedor, pgsmuseums.org, Professor Buzzkill, the great podcast at ProfessorBuzzkill.com, and Dave Potter, all supporting the show. You guys can support the show, too, and from time to time, we do have a little bit of extra recordings we throw on there for you Patreon supporters over at Patreon.com slash AwesomeCast. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. Hey, let's start with yours, since I was already kind of teasing it a little bit. <laughs> so uh, one of the UPMC and the Steelers, uh, they team up. Well, actually, the whole NFL is doing it. And it's, it's a crucial catch and it talks about making sure that you're getting the, you know, talking about getting testing and and being aware of your body to catch cancer early on and to, you know, make sure we get, you know, the earlier catches, the more chances we have to stop it and get rid of it. But, uh, they did an, the Steelers did a thing with a UPMC where, uh, they selected a handful of us who have experienced cancer, especially this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they put us digitally on the sidelines. I was virtually on the sidelines for a pregame of the Steeler game, which was really, really cool. Uh, in normal world, would have been at the game, on the field, twirling the towel in front of everyone, but <laughs> in the age of COVID. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, if you're on video, there's a, there's, there's your, your view. So <laughs> <laughs> It was a Zoom call. It was, it was a Zoom call. It was like a business Zoom call. And mm-hmm. They had they have a setup. It's a real nice setup on the sidelines, and there's a camera, and there's a bunch of little squares, so the coaches, players, um, everybody could stop by if they wanted to stop by and say hello. And they had us all on mute, obviously. <laughs> and before they they actually the pregame started, they had us record a video of us, you know, twirling our towels and um, yelling defense, and they were going to work that into what you saw on the big screen on the scoreboard during the game, which I didn't get a chance to see and i don't know if i knew anybody who was there to <laughs> let us know I, that I, I know matt light was there because he jumped in the river after they won <laughs> <That was so laughs> funny. which apparently he says is going to be a thing now so uh, I'm okay with that. that's pretty funny <laughs> it'll be fun until we uh, it'll, it'll turn into a polar bear plunge here in a, a couple of weeks but uh <laughs> and i'm familiar with that that territory so it's probably uh, it's probably a little less dangerous on that side of the river than where we used to do it on the mon wharf so yeah <laughs> That's awesome, and there was a video. I'm trying to. I think is it on? Is it on your Twitter? There was a video. Oh, of... it was. Yeah, it was check out. It was on Twitter. Okay, uh, I put it on my story on Instagram. Uh, it was really cool. Like during the pregame, we're on the sidelines, and um, a few folks stopped by, including Coach Tomlin, uh, James Connor, uh, Art Rooney Senior, uh, the one of the owners of the Steelers was. Uh, you know, stopped by and said hello. Said some nice things about us, which was super cool. There you go. And uh, it was really cool because the NFL on Fox. Uh, recorded um, happened to catch when Tomlin came over to the camera, and you could see me two squares down mm-hmm. from the camera waving like there is. I mean, she's right there, right there, waving <laughs> like a little kid. I was just like, Hi. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's pointing at you. Yeah, we were wearing matching <laughs> shirts. We both had the uh, Still City um, T-shirts that says Pittsburgh stronger than cancer. Mm-hmm. So we we matched. We were twinsies. That's why. <laughs> that is so. That is so fun. 
I, I, I'm glad you got to do that. Uh, myself, I struck out yet again on the WWE Thunderdome in related uh, virtual attendance news. <laughs> so I was supposed to check out SmackDown at 9.45 with 15 minutes left in the show. Didn't let me in. I, okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's awesome. I I love that they they're doing this this kind of thing and, and yeah, you're seeing it more and more um um we I I partially related it. We actually did um last Wednesday I think it was. Um I did a a, a meetup call stream with San Antonio Homes with his foundation. Oh, they yeah. usually have a um San Antonio Homes Foundation bowling night um with a bunch of sponsors and everything so we they had a pep rally so it, they had a uh, somebody from Mancini's and UPMC and UPS and Rorick and 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 everything get on there and just trash talk each other on Facebook live for for uh 20 25 minutes um and i think they're they're taking pins to each of the locations like like Rorick Auto and Mancini's and stuff and they're going to do their bowling with San, San Antonio at each location since we can't do the event right now so i'm loving seeing this creativity um that's happening with a lot of these events and of course we've had you know a lot of involvement with uh, a few of these over last several months uh, especially so that's really cool it's really cool katie so yeah strikes strikes against sickle cell that's his yes that's his yes yeah Mm -hmm. thank you thank you been lucky to be part of that event a couple times oh really yeah, I was a zombie. I, I of, bowled as a zombie. Of course you were. <laughs> I was gutters. Gutters. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> you know, listen, listen. If there's anything, if there's anything that's been around for a while and is a charity in Pittsburgh, Katie was probably there as or wrangling zombies over the years. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that. That is a that that is the the that's a Pittsburgh fact. Uh, <laughs> Um, that's awesome. Um, so Chilla, you got something? Wait, wait, I, oh, I go ahead. Go question, ahead. Sure. I, I think I missed it. What did What did you guys use for like the video conference thing? Zoom. It was on. Oh, Zoom. Zoom. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely it was Zoom. So it was kind of it was funny to see it in a professional sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very professional, but it was fun because you could also see everybody else's setup. Like how? Oh, that's cool. Some mm-hmm. people had big parties, and some people made signs. It was really neat. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Chilla. Tell me about VR. So I went down a rabbit hole over the weekend. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. I was, I was looking for something to get me a little more active on mm-hmm. the Oculus Quest. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to give Beat Saber a try. Actually, let me reframe that. I was looking for something to get me a little more active in VR in general. And I wanted to play Beat Saber. But I wanted to be able to load custom songs mm-hmm. into beat saber because i found i've seen a lot of i was actually watching youtube videos on how different people film themselves and put themselves in beat saber which I, i'm completely fascinated with and then i'm like well you can't get all these songs so i looked on the the, the playstation and there's no way to do it you mm-hmm. can't sideload additional song levels but you can do it on the oculus quest for beats for beat saber you do need a device that can can handle two controllers so it cannot be used on the oculus go um, nor can it be used on the galaxy vr um, because you're limited to the one single controller the oculus quest does have the capability of doing it along with i think the vive um but then how to get those on there became my my mission for the weekend um 
And thankfully, it was a long weekend because I needed the extra couple hours to work it all out. And along the way, I found an, a, a website slash application called sidequestvr.com. And it is pretty much a additional app store of VR-based games. Um, I think I saw somewhere in there um, some items for uh, a VR version of um, Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw I saw a I bunch of Doom. different cool games, but go ahead. Doom I see here on the front page. <laughs> yep. And but what you pretty much have to do is put your quest in developer mode. You can use a side-loading application that's meant for Beat Saber called BFBM. Um, and you can download that off their GitHub. Um, and then you download the SideQuest application and it will let you load Android APKs up onto um, the Quest VR. So I spent my Sunday evening playing for actually probably a little over an hour of Beat Saber, but playing numerous songs from the 80s, 90s, and even today. Nice. Um, found it completely fun. And But now that I know about this whole side quest VR, um, my hunt for more fun content um, will continue. And it was interesting too, because what I thought was nice on the side quest VR site is they'll show which applications are free, which applications are paid, but also which applications are in pre-release. So obviously people continue to work on their VR applications. Hybo looks like a cool one. It's still in pre-release and an alpha alpha, but it, it looks to me, it's kind of like a bow and arrow Fortnite esque battle Royale. Um, you do have swords, but it's meant to be played kind of with the bow, which could be fun with the control sticks. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna be checking out more and more of these type of games and having the quest and being able to kind of have the video camera where you can some if you need to be able to see without taking off the headset or using the phone, like on the on the Galaxy VR, you kind of turn the phone into a camera. This it was really nice being able to see the environment, but also draw on things because you can kind of draw your boundary and perimeter. So you can get notified if you're probably going to run into, into things. Um, so total enjoyable experience, highly recommend checking out SideQuest VR, not just limited, limited to the quest um, device. They do have go apps for the go. They do have web XR um, and also PC based. Um, VR games. Nice. That's cool. It, it looks like the um, oh, hit the wrong button there. It looks like the uh, game jolt of VR um, that that has a lot of developer stuff. Like that, that's my first impression of it. Of course, being a sideload thing as well. Game jolt was the one where I found those um, uh, fan made He Man and the Masters of the Universe game and Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles and things like that. But it, it's a lot of just kind of homebrew kind of stuff and, and kind of an independent um, uh, game store of, of, of sorts. Um, so that's cool. So sidequestvr.com if you want to check that out. 
My awesome thing of the week, I, I talked myself into it because uh, I, I just went for it. I got the new Chromecast, guys. But, or I'm sorry, the Chromecast with Google TV, which, uh, a.k.a. an Android TV, a.k.a. an Android dongle, a.k.a. Um, the one that comes with the remote. Uh, so the, and of course we talked about last week, you know, the idea that you could put game pass on your, um, new Chromecast and this is a $50 device. Um, or you can pay something like $70 and you include like six months of Netflix or something, something like that. Um, and it's, uh, so that got my attention. And then I saw another one that says you can put Stadia on it too and, and everything. So I'm like, okay, like or unofficially, I think that's what we were talking about last week, but unofficially you can put Stadia on it. Then I also saw an article that Game Pass was able to be sideloaded onto the device. So I got it, got it Friday. Um, I actually ended up going to visit my mom on Friday. So I brought it with me. And uh, uh, knowing that I would typically do some of the game streaming with uh, uh, NVIDIA GeForce on, on, my, on the Android uh, phone and everything, and it has no problem there uh so so i, I after after uh uh my mom goes to bed because she goes to bed early uh <laughs> i i unplugged one of her um i don't know 20 roku devices that we've talked about before and uh, uh plugged this guy in and started playing with it side loaded both game pass and steady on it and here's a surprise guys you know what's um automatically loads on this if you have it on android nvidia geforce now with, you have all virtual systems without side loading. So first of all, Game Pass fell apart. And again, this is a space where I know the Wi-Fi is good. Uh, things work, work work very well here. Game Pass, Microsoft Game Pass, definitely. It seemed like the most not ready for the device out of the three of them. Obviously, hopefully it comes soon. You know, it's, it's promising. I would load up. Uh, I load up uh, Batman: Arkham Knight, and it just like you start playing it in a few moments, and it would just fall apart. Like it just it just would die on you. Um, GeForce Now worked very well. I loaded up some uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate has been my test on there since I'm very familiar with it from playing the Xbox version. Um, that worked very well. Uh, uh, I I hope I don't run into something where I need to log into Steam or Epic Games because <laughs> that's going to be a pain in the ass on this device. Um, to uh, uh, do the password and everything. Um, but I did uh, load up into Stadia, which I picked up since it's available on my iPhone now. And by the way, Stadia across the board on multiple devices has been the most reliable game streaming experience out of all of them. I can say that confident- confidently at this point. Um, I ended up pay- playing about three hours of Destiny 2 on this device. It's one of those you look up and you realize it's two in the morning and you should probably go to bed kind of situations. Um, also, I just really kind of got started with Destiny 2. Um, so so I'm kind of diving into it a little bit. And it, it got me, man. Um, yeah, I played that. You, you sync your Xbox controller to it and uh, you load that up and it works great. Now, uh, um, so, so that's fantastic. It syncs in with everything else. Pretty easy to load in my apps. Had to log into everything. Um, the biggest thing that's a pain for me is if I watch something on there, like I'll go, I'll go watch something on this, and it's not syncing to my Apple TV that I watched the latest episode of, uh, uh, you know, Star Wars Resistance or something because I watched it on this device. So I'm kind of breaking things when I do it this way. But same thing when I use the other Chromecast as well. Um, the it has a YouTube and a Netflix button. That I keep hitting by accident, uh, <laughs> of course. Um, and, uh, really easy to sync your input and power button. And there's even a volume on it that synced very easy to my LG television 
in my bedroom. So um, that I and I don't feel like I'm going to lose this as easily as I do the Apple TV um, controller. I mean, it's very plastically. It, it's not you know, it doesn't feel as nice as the Apple TV. Um, but for fifty bucks, like this is this is a nice device for what you're getting, and that you can throw the games on it. Now, the issue I'm having, and this may be a question I have for you outside of this that's more technical, Chilla. Um, when I put it in my bedroom, uh, I'm further away from my Wi-Fi. And I actually ended up moving my Wi-Fi from the basement up a floor. So it's in my living room, so it's a little closer to the device. The issue I'm having is uh, in order to do this game streaming effectively, you should really be on a 5 gigahertz um, um, connection with your, mm-hmm. with your modem versus the 2.4 that most things are on. Um, my modem has that single, um, SSID that decides for you which you're on. I don't know how to force the device onto five gigahertz. First time, first time I plugged it in, went to five gigahertz, played fine, um, on NVIDIA and Stadia up there. Um, I think that's even before I moved my modem and now I can't get it off 2.4 and everything stutters. So I, I, I'm exploring. It sounds like I can turn that off, but I couldn't really. You could try to turn, d- depending on what other, oh, you, nah. Say you could turn off 2.4, but I, that I, may no, it, then, that, then that breaks every, oh, as it is, I, I, I turned everything over to uh, Wi-Fi 4 and Wi-Fi 5 and none of the other standards and none of my plugs work. Uh, mm. So, so there's that. Um, so I, I imagine it's, um, I think there's something where I can turn off the, the smart, um, the smart selector thing. I tried it, didn't see the second SSID pop up. Um, so I, I don't know if it's just, it's the, because five gigahertz is usually kind of a weaker thing. It's just not, I was, that's it. what it was going to be my question. Cause usually the signal doesn't penetrate walls as well. So yeah. is it, is it is it seeing that you have a better signal from the 2.4 side and that's my guess you over there? That's my guess. But even like I moved it closer and I'm, I'm having even more problems with it, it seems. So, um, so that, that's, that's my thing. So, um, if you're not weird and through your modem in the basement, when you decide to use this thing on their second floor, um, you probably won't have as much problems as I've been having. But if you're like pretty like, yeah, we put our modem in the living room because that's where everything is. Uh, and you plug this into your TV, you're probably going to be just fine um, with, with doing the, at least the game streaming side of things. And everything else has just been super solid with this thing. Um, Not that it's probably going to help you out, but do they? the one thing that surprised me about the Amazon devices, I have two questions, um, was there's actually like Ethernet dongles you can get? Uh, there, I'm told that there are ones you can get. This is USB-C. Um, okay. And uh, for, for the output on this one. Um, so, and I do believe there's like a pass-through USB-C Ethernet that you can get for it. Um, somebody was saying, but I, I, again, I'm on a different floor. I'm not going to be able to run Ethernet to it um, that easily. So, and if I put it in my, in my living room, that's where the Xbox is. That defeats the purpose. Um, the, the whole point is, but, th- but still generally other than this Wi-Fi situation, which I think is going to get better over time, like you can throw $50 devices on the TVs in your house and they're becoming, um, I can, I think I can say pretty confidently this, they're becoming full fledged video game console devices when you do this, um, but between Stadia and GeForce at least, um, like very, very good. And, and of course, GeForce is all the stuff you've bought. Uh, most of the games, some stuff isn't supported, but uh, I mean, I have something like 60 games between Steam and Epic on there. Um, and they're strangely, you know, it just popped up on GeForce that you can play on the cloud. The original Tomb Raider. 
with all that hor- horsepower of, of the cloud, you can, man, those are the triangulist triangles that I've ever seen. Jeez. <laughs> those polygons all have sharp edges. Yeah, they're the sharpest of edges on those polygons from the PlayStation 1 days. I tell you what. Uh, but, man. Uh, but, go ahead. Is there anything in the like Google Home app or anything that allows you, if you have a keyboard or a text-based prompt on the device, because you were talking about typing in passwords, mm-hmm. um, probably using the arrow keys and the select button, Yep. not always the easiest or fun if you have lengthy passwords. Nope. Is there anything in the Google Home app that like knows that the device has text input? Like, is you're in a text box and you can use the keyboard on your phone? I did not. I, I opened up the the Google Home app where you connect to the Chrome devices, Chromecast devices. Did not see any of that function. Whereas Apple's really nice, where if you go into a text field for a password, um, it'll it'll buzz on your phone and it'll pop up and you can type it in. And I can use LastPass to send mm-hmm. a key, send a password to my Apple TV for a login for something. Nothing like that that I can tell exists. At least, hey, I'm on an Apple device, so maybe that makes the difference. Maybe it does happen when you have a link with an Android device. Um, I, I will say, for what I had to do to get um, Stadia on there, uh, it was pretty easy. Um, it, I had that Android, the Android phone um, that I've been using for for VR and and streaming games um, for betas and stuff. Uh, you get a send file to TV app of some sort. You send it there, get another file commander app on your TV, and it opens the files, and you're good to go. Uh, well, no, you have to also go into developer mode, which is like going down to the version number, clicking on it eight times, and you're in developer mode, and you can sideload. Um, I wouldn't put too much more on this um, than something like a Stadia, a GeForce that you're getting from a reliable source, um, not GeForce. GeForce is, is GeForce came down automatically, Chilla, because I had it on my phone. Yeah, that's cool. I went, that's nice to know too that they're looking at what you already have. Yeah, and I, I've heard. I'm I'm interested. I don't understand why, like, if you're using Netflix or something, why it's not tracking where you're at in a show or. Oh no 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 no, no 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 I, no no! It's 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 the Apple TV. Um, watch next. Oh, okay, that doesn't track because you watched it on a different device and not an Apple device. Because that tracks from my phone over that, but not. I'm interested too, as you use it more. That I've heard their their AI model for figuring out other things that you're going to like, and <laughs> kind of giving you, you know, recommendations. I heard it is amazing. Hey, hey, so I'm, I'm, my entire front screen is superhero shows and movies. So <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it's figured me out, right? Um, yep. so, and supposedly you can go and search and watch later and things like that. So, um, but no, it's a good device. If you're looking for something, if you, if you don't have questions about the distance of your TV from your Wi-Fi uh, uh, situation and, and that kind of thing, I think it's a very worthwhile device for $50. If you're, uh, invested or looking to experiment with Stadia GeForce now, potentially game pass in the near future. Um, that, that I think this is, this is a, this is a steal of 50 bucks for real. Um, and very comparable if you're comparing to Apple TV um, also, because I think you can, you can even drop games on this too. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't played with that, and this is like a quad-core processor. This might be more powerful than my Apple TV, um, which I don't have the most recent 4K. Also, this is 4K. Not that I'm using all the 4Ks. I'm barely using 1K. So, 
Um, but no, definitely that's, that's Chromecast with Google TV. Also, that moniker makes it really hard to find support for this particular device since there's been three other Chromecasts. So, <laughs> but that is my review of that unit. The 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 few days I've had to uh, play with it extensively. So. Well, you know, something that we don't need to upgrade, our good friends at Slice on Broadway, SliceOnBroadway.com. By the way, I just posted because somebody was, they've been at, one of the guys has been asking about it. And uh, I just reposted when our good friend from the wrestling podcast, Wrestling Mayhem Show, the Beast Man, visited um, Slice on Broadway. We posted that back over on the Wrestling Mayhem Show accounts if you want to check that out. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Those guys are great down there supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Here in the Beachview neighborhood, right up the street from our studio in Carnegie in the East End. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for supporting the show. And so, so much. thank you so much for you guys for supporting the Slice on Broadway as well. Uh, really do appreciate that. I know they're always busy every time I drop in there um, on Tuesdays or whenever else we get. And actually, we got some more Slice on Broadway the other night when we were doing some uh, uh, commentary recording here in the studio. So... Always supporting us. Always great. Check them out. SliceOnBroadway.com or one of their three locations in the greater Pittsburgh area. All right. Apple. Apple had another infomercial today. I'm sorry. Announcement. Um, and and it, it was the phone and HomePod. There was a lot. I got really worried because one lady was standing on the roof of the complex and I was concerned about her safety. Uh, <laughs> it was a very, I don't, I can't get used to these, um, Apple announcement videos, Chilla. I, and uh, you're going to, uh, I'm sad. I didn't get to watch today's yet. I had meetings that ran through the announcement. Mm. I got, I got to keep up with some of like the live blogging, mm-hmm. but I did not get, but I heard they're already, I was surprised because I think it like. 4.30 or something, they were already posted to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me almost wonder, like, were they pre-recorded? Oh, absolutely. Oh, they are very pre-recorded and aired. But Like you, 100% pre-recorded. Absolutely. Absolutely. The camera moves that they're doing in there, there's no way. That, you know, they're, these are pre-recorded. They're not even messing okay. with them. Like, why would you at this point, right? What's the point in doing yeah. it just for the intro? And the way that they're, uh, they, I don't know, I think they built a small house inside the apple facility when they were oh, showing off me. when they were showing off the home stuff and it was very interesting um we'll, we'll get to the home stuff i mean obviously i think everybody's more excited i know partner's more interested uh <laughs> yeah, Wait, pro- are we still talking about the infomercial because did you catch like the minute long thing at the end where we we're like everybody was covid safe we kept everyone separated things were sanitized throughout the shoot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I did not. I, I kind of fell off on that one. So I was watching the Twitch stream. So, um, <laughs> which echoed my yelling at the at the computer as they kept uh, incessantly talking about Verizon Verizon five G, um, which does not apply to me. And five uh-huh. G is kind of a BS thing right now. I, I, I'm with them on that. So, uh, Katie, you actually—I think of the of the three of us—you're the one that can actually potentially, maybe, sort of take advantage of that. And you've been waiting to find out what your next phone is. Yeah, and it was funny because I was watching the conversation between you and Cars and Alex Cars, and I was like, mm, eh, maybe I really don't need a new phone. Maybe I don't need a new phone. And then the lidar. I was like, hold on a second. Your phone is broken. By the yeah. way, <laughs> you well, do you do need a new phone. <laughs> What's that? 
I mean, the screen is cracked. I gotta yes. pay a few hundred and just get that fixed. But. Yes, or just <laughs> take the full step and yeah. <laughs> so 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 what excited you said the lidar excited you um, oh lidar and the ceramic screen shield what <laughs> what the, cer- the ceramic screen shield is that the peekaboo That's- case that they kept putting it in i don't know i thought i couldn't figure it out but i think i was like it's supposed to be t- protecting this thing so this doesn't happen is what i'm assuming uh okay okay I'm, hop- I'm hoping unless it's protecting this side which probably would be the thing they would do it's also been known to crack in the past. I remember the iPhone 4s with the cracked backs. Um, so, <laughs> Everyone had a friend or two that had that. So, 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 what, what is the LiDAR doing? I guess is the LiDAR. first question. <laughs> well, the things that, well, at least what caught my eye about the LiDAR was the, the fact that you got faster uh, low light shots because it wasn't, it was focusing, essentially it's like, like a radar where it's bouncing, it sends out a beam of light, like a mm-hmm. laser, pew, and bounces back and it tells your phone how far away each object is in front of you, in your field of vision, your phone's field of vision. And instead of it having to focus on an object based upon light, it'll base it on LiDAR, so it'll bounce back. So it's, it's supposed to you go into focus in uh, low light settings faster. Okay. The quality of your low light uh, photos are supposed to be better because it focuses on actually what you're trying to get to focus on. And this is on the pro model. You know, to, to be clear, there's a there's oh, yeah. an iPhone 12. Um, I would four four total models, correct? Um, yes. The the 12, the 12 Pro, and of course there there's a different sizing, I suppose, on these, right? Um, mm-hmm. And colors, all kinds of colors. Blue. <laughs> so there's a blue. Yeah, no, the uh, the Pacific blue got my attention for sure. So that's one of them. Uh, so uh, yeah, I priced it out, and I'm like, yeah, if I got one, it'd be a fourteen hundred dollar phone. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest about it. So, um, so uh, yeah, it, 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 so I, the lidar is on the pro. That's got all the big features. Um, I guess more on the photography side, they were talking about you had these very kind of pro level uh, Dolby Vision uh, editing is apparently a part of this, which they say you pretty much needed a workstation to do before this. Um, I what does that mean? I, I, I'm not I, for the layman out there that's maybe not as big into the photography side of things. I have I have no you're, clue how to describe. You're that. like it sounds cool. Why not? Right. <laughs> Ooh, this is this is the Dolby uh, video editing inside. Yeah, really out of my range. Yeah, yeah. You got your three lenses doing all kinds of crazy stuff that I don't I don't understand. Um, which, but uh, yeah, I mean, and of course they're talking about and, and they had their this is video that we uh, uh, shot in 4K on these devices. Uh, you know, I, wow, it it is. Every time they do one of these and they show those kinds of things and talk about all the specs of those, I'm, try- I, I'm trying to figure out and justify in my head, instead of buying a prof- pro- prosumer camera to upgrade my, my situation as a business to 4K, why don't I just buy a few iPhones <laughs> um, with the stats? I know lens size and everything and uh, uh, chip size kind of makes a difference as well. Um, but, uh, but that's kind of, uh, more realistic AR they're saying pro camera system optimized for low light. You were just talking about, uh, uh, Chilla, was there from this, uh, you, you've of course probably read up a little bit of the articles on here. What, what's kind of uh, sticking out for you, uh, spec wise on these phones. So the one thing that I read about was there's like an, there's some kind of cutout, which I didn't understand 
for the the 5G MM, which I still can't see it in a picture of what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that stuck out to me was the camera setup on the Pro Max. And it goes above and beyond because it, because they can get the sensor is 47% larger. Um, there's a there's an 87% improvement in low light, mm-hmm. which makes me question: Do I want to hold out for the Pro Max? Mm-hmm. The other thing that surprised me is while the Pro will be available for pre-order on Friday, I think you have to wait till November mm-hmm. for the Pro Max. So you're you're waiting like another month um, for the Pro Max, and then it's you know you're probably staying up till three o'clock in the morning, um, Eastern Standard Time, like some of us are used to for, for that pre-order. Um, but do I want that? Do I want the extra large sensor and the extra? goes from 52 millimeter focal length on the telephoto on the pro to 65 millimeter focal length um, on the pro max and there's an additional i don't i'm not big on optical zoom but you can go from 4x to 5x on the pro max Mm -hmm. i'm very interested in the camera what i'm not interested in is the size i think that phone is going to be a little too big for my dainty hands <laughs> it is getting big wait, 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 what size is, is this uh, uh six point so your your phone remember we put plus. your phone on top of the pro yes and it's it's about the same real estate but as you, the pro the so, difference so, is i get full screen glass so, and you have yeah the phone size and i have more bevels and the tops and bottoms are different on this yep. of course um uh you know and it's an a plus and i mean that was the highest end like the same year that the iphone 10s have come out and i again i'm not feeling i'm not feeling much crunch on this as far as this as far as the photography video things that i do with it um it is pretty fantastic actually um so so i'm not feeling the crunch for that i mean obviously there's a lot of like oohs and ahs uh, as we're talking about the video photography uh side of things um but uh it, it's it, yeah okay so there's some updates from the from the chat room here partner is saying the sensor itself if stabilized not the lens is stabilized not the lenses okay um the ceramic is into the glass uh amanda is looking for uh the pro max uh, on one uh, 128 in december um do 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 Bodner's saying go big or go home he's yeah. in the pro max 256 yeah, yeah i would be going the pro max 512 mm-hmm. if i did this because uh well explain to you and and chilla i want to ask you like what are you what to tiktok cycle are you on how long do your phones last myself as i explained to you guys um not to discount the new phones but i'm on i'm in a macbook pro philosophy when it comes to my phones uh, right now where this is plenty, it's not feeling the crunch and I'm going to run this thing into the ground and then buy the most phone I possibly can likely right after the best new phone comes out. Um, so it's like, where, where are you at with that? Cause that's my question. Cause if so you- I'm probably the oddball, I'm on the yearly cycle. 
but, but you you kind of need to for being Mister Mister Technology. But not only that, but we do a hand me down. So okay, my phone goes to Carla. Oh, related, so, related. I'm very excited that two um, iPhone six S's are going to come back to me very soon because uh, the in laws both got a S new SEs because their their batteries were going. So I'm going to replace these five S's. I've been looking at the uh, YouTube chats on. <laughs> so sorry, but, but sorry, you were saying. So I'm on a yearly cycle, but the but that's because I hand my phone down yeah. every year yeah. for its what I would consider its second year of life. Mm-hmm. So I'm always current. Um, I'm not interested in waiting a month, and I'm not interested in. So I'm on a 250, but we're on 256 gig devices, and I have about 40 gig free. So mm-hmm. unless I really, I don't know how I would come up with that much space to get down to the 128. So I need to stick with at least the 256, which I think I will. Question. Um, what what are you filling your phone with? Because me, I got the big one because I wanted to have no limitations to recording and editing video. Not that I had to do it a terrible amount of time, um, but also some of my events got cut short that maybe i would have used them a little bit more uh but uh like what are you filling it with what are you doing with your phone that 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 you just throwing apps on there or a lot of it now now you have me wondering like where is all that space going do you have that mine mine i'm a i have i have 256 yeah and i have 106 used and honestly this is horrible i'm gonna say this most of mine are messages really yeah, most of my are messages. I have like 30,000 photos and videos and such on my phone. Huh. But most of this is messages when you look at the little guy at the cr- across yeah. the top. Yeah. So, so mine is 60 gig of photos and videos. <laughs> is that backed up in the cloud? Yes. Okay. And then... Now, the, here's one thing that I, I do leverage a lot. Um because I still have a data plan, unlike some unlimited people, mm-hmm. um, to keep my monthly cost of my plan down. Um, I have 25 gig of movies loaded. So, like when I go to the gym or when I'm out and about, I'm not. I don't have unlimited data. So, um, yeah. and then the rest is pretty much apps and games. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I noticed I still have Fortnite on here, which can be deleted. That would get me about 15 gig back. Um, but I would say the the lion's share is photos and videos I've taken, followed up by media I've downloaded for offline viewing. So for me, uh, I, I actually have a pretty um I, I, like it looks. I'm only using currently 109 out of 256, but I know this has ballooned up to. Uh, 200 gigabytes in the past, and uh, and it seems to be stuff like, hey, my podcast app has 12 gigs because it's downloaded everything that's come out in forever, um, and I need to update that. But you don't feel a crunch when you have like a 10, 15 gigabyte Fortnite installation as well. Or a lot of these Apple arcade games are creeping around a two, three, four gigabyte mark uh, a lot of times too. So that really does help. I feel the crunch on my Apple TV that has 64 gigs. I can tell you that since I started playing Apple TV on there. I usually have to swap them out. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, uh, but 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 still, it's kind of like I want the overhead, you know. And as files get bigger, uh, uh, things like that, as I I can barely use these these five S's to even just watch the YouTube stream because they keep filling the sixteen gigabytes. 
just from existing apparently uh so um it's interesting so so i love we're, we're all talking about the pros nobody's considering even considering the 12s at this point are we <laughs> no why why would i do that if you're gonna do it go, you're gonna go big go home come on Which, so so when the, I, we're technology people we want all the technology in our pocket the, the 7.99 price point mm-hmm. you're it's it's really eight twenty nine, right? The the seven ninety nine is only special deals with AT and T and Verizon. You're used to that. Um, so you're you're eight twenty nine. Your your hop up, and you get an immediate space bump. Your hop mm-hmm. up is is uh so the is a hundred and seventy bucks. I mean, you're not you're not talking. I mean, that you usually pay that almost that in just the next space bump. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I'm. I yeah, that, there's nothing that would make me personally jump down if it was my mm. mom, dad, what, whomever. Yeah. It, you know, they make phone calls. And, and they they scroll the Facebooks and the TikToks. No, yeah, I, I, anybody like that, your mom or something like. I think my mom just got. What did she get? She got like a XSXR or something like that when she just upgraded. She doesn't need anything more. Like that's fine. ASCs are fine. They, they, they don't need. Listen, my mom doesn't need. Your parents don't need. Your uh, uh, significant other probably doesn't need um, an entire editing studio in their pocket like we would love to have. <laughs> would actually get some use out of this like now we're at this power user yellow uh, power user level um of of phone and things like that and dave potter who is i, I consider a f- photography power user himself he says uh his is almost three years old and still going strong uh his wife's is four years old still going strong they may wait till 2021 this will be the first time i've waited more than two i've i've held off more than two years for my iphone by the way Normally, normally I would be like you, Katie, where I'd be like, "What is my next phone?" Well, it's been a it's been a while with this guy, and I think I am going to get the screen fixed, and I think I can get the glitch fixed with the screen, you mm-hmm. know, stop to stop responding. So I think this is going to my mom, who has a six S now. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, if you yeah, if you have six S's and sevens, those are probably going to feel a little long in the tooth around now, mm-hmm. uh, and I would consider upgrading just for uh usability as we get into the higher iOSs, correct? So and just, just Oh my mom can't stand her camera. It's every time really? I take a picture, she's like, I can't I wish my camera was that nice. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Missy's mother does the same thing to her as well. Because <laughs> she has uh well she has the same one you have, uh the 10 I believe. So she got the 10. I let her get the new fancy technology and I stayed with the old the old reliable that year because I was I wasn't ready for that I, w- I probably wouldn't feel as confident if I got the ten that year uh, at this point um, but yeah I like having a button how about that face mask people <laughs> <laughs> that's awful turns out turns out I made the right decision two years ago for today uh, but anyways uh, Amanda says her A plus is all done battery in the uh, the camera FOMO my battery hasn't been half bad I, I haven't noticed. Um, I, I felt like uh, first first uh, OS fourteen had a big uh, uh, drop, but other than that, well, we'll see, we'll see. And these are coming out over the next couple of months, apparently, because of how things are going. Uh, you're definitely you're not getting you're not getting your cable or headphones anymore, though. Oh, you're not getting or a cable power, or headphones. Power headphones. These are all are these all uh, uh, USB C now for that connector. 
And MagSafe. And MagSafe. We didn't talk about MagSafe. Uh, it's like Apple reinvented. It's like Apple invented magnets again. Uh, <laughs> how do they work? How do they work? And then there's and then they actually explain to us how magnets work. <laughs> I hope the insane clown posse we're watching. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, okay, that was a little exciting. About like, I was actually on the phone with Missy when they, we were talking about this part. I was like, "Listen, they got a thing. It's like your Apple Watch, and it goes on the back of your phone and it charges, and that's it." <laughs> and it turns I'll, out, I'll, I'll tell you what though. We, so we we've actually swapped out two of our chargers, mm-hmm. and they're they're the chargers on the bed stand because of misaligned nighttime charging mm-hmm. um so we have one of the logitech devices where it the phone actually sits down in like a u-shaped a very square u-shaped thing for its wireless charging and then my the that's carla's and then mine it the 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 bottom of it is only the exact size of the phone so if you don't put it on there right, it's going to topple to the left or right and fall off. Okay. Um, but it. But I wish there were magnets earlier because, and we actually swapped out those chargers specifically because if it didn't get lined up correctly, you were waking up with low battery percentage. Mm, that's the worst. That's the worst. I've had those where I didn't plug the thing in correctly, like in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And you have no place because you were on the go because <laughs> for whatever you're doing that day. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's Apple. Oh, HomePod. Anybody interested in Maybe. HomePod? I mean, the problem to begin with is it has the S word. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. It's a hundred dollars for the quote cheap one. Uh, the the audio that follows you through your home when you've bought about six of these things uh, is an interesting concept. But once again, it's not going to do as much as my A train and my G lady um, because it's because of Siri. So um, other than putting reminders on my phone easier, I, I don't see it. I'm interested in the fit, finish, and polish of intercom. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Are you ready for that, Chilla? You. You have. You have a family of more than two people here. Uh, do you. You. Do. You, do you see calling your 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 son for dinner so it pops up on his watch and whatever he's in the room with? We call each other on Facetime. No. Oh, okay. We're in different rooms. So we're the we're we're just horrible people. Mm-hmm. Um. But the the intercom. I'm interested. Because I don't find using kind of like the the drop in and the send a message or broadcast super useful on a train, mm-hmm. and I don't have enough G devices to really dig into it. So unless I mean I'll pay, what would I pay? I'll pay 20 bucks a year for a good intercom app on Alexa. She's going to hear me. Sorry guys. (laughs) Everybody Um, hide from your home device. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, the intercom feature I would, I could see myself using all of the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, thank you for, thank you for uh, clarifying partner for my earlier uh, question. Lightning, the USB C uh, cable is included. So, um, (laughs) 
And Chill is dealing with his son right now, as if he called him. <laughs> so maybe A Train did uh did did listen to him. So <laughs> all right, anything else, Apple, or will you want to touch on something else here before we get out of here, guys? Actually, it's time to get out of here. <laughs> so uh, anything else from today got your attention? No, no, oh, no. oh, real quick, real yes, quick. Yes, yes. Because I saw this and I thought this was important because we're all getting inundated with uh, crap emails now. That oh. ins- unsubscribe button on the bottom of your email might not be an unsubscribe button. Oh, no. Yeah, because uh, it's a lot of times uh, scammers will use that to determine whether or not the email address is valid because you clicked on it. That's... And now it says it's valid. And yeah. then they'll sell your email address to somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, it also can install cookies, you know, and all that good stuff. So it's tracking you to see what you're doing. So so now in Gmail, you can hit the drop down and it will unsubscribe for you. Is that related to that link or are they doing something separate? I'm not sure with uh, Gmail because they what, what ended up being the suggestion and they didn't even mention that when they in, when I was reading up on it mm-hmm. was to just mark it as spam. So going forward, you know, that'll it'll kick that out. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, you, know, you get mad, especially when you get, especially a lot of times with the political emails and people are saying oh, political emails and listen. you're like, screw you other candidate. I'm unsubscribing to your list. And meanwhile, you're like, listen, I ended up on both of the uh, major candidates uh, mailing lists somehow. Uh, and uh, ooh, they are both bad. Um, they're, they're both very, very bad. <laughs> it's like so-and-so has a personal message for you bullshit. And yeah. it's like, come on guys, come on guys. No. No, we're not playing this game. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, we're going to have to talk about a zipline into Godzilla's mouth and the adult theme park in Tokyo some other time. Uh, <laughs> too much time for that. We, we have in-depth conversations. Yes, absolutely. That needs that needs a little bit more space to breathe. Actually, we have a very special guest coming on the show next week. Uh, uh, Katie, do you, do you want to talk about that real quick, about who's coming on and what they're going to be talking about? Because uh, you're, you're the one that pitched to oh. me. <laughs> I pitched things. Uh, Chris Momberger, uh, I believe his, oh gosh, this blanked out on his company's name. Uh, Momberger, uh, blah, his Etsy store. He designs pens. Yes. And when I talk about pens, he uses very specific special kinds of wood, uh, res- you know, like all this. Um, and he, he's going to explain the process because I have no idea how you make a pen. But he essentially makes it down from like this big space shape to a smaller shape and suddenly even a magical pen. And if you are any of our friends, you've seen them on Facebook because all of our friends raves, raves about his homemade pens. And he is nice enough to be creating a special pen to benefit me. And mm. he's going to be talking about how the process and how you can buy a raffle ticket to win one of these very, very cool pens that I cannot wait to see how well this thing writes because I'm a big pen nerd. <laughs> and by the way, the name of the store is mom, mom burgers, modern on Etsy. That's it. Mom burgers, modern on Etsy. Uh, and there it is there. And actually this has been shared recently over in the awesome cast Facebook group. You can find that as well. Um, what did I see? It, well, haven't there, isn't there like, like, did I not see like, um, like kind of Harry Potter, uh, wand, wand. kind yeah, of, he does wands too. Uh, and, oh yeah, uh, okay. So um, no, some cool stuff there. He'll be on the show next week, and we'll be uh, talking about that. So thank you, Katie, for uh, uh, cooking that up. I, I honestly, I, I never, I never caught on to this. I don't, I don't, I don't know how I've missed these posts. Uh, but I, I just saw. I think Fuzz uh, Wad <laughs> just got one. No, oh, yeah, nice. One of his pens, and he was raving about it. That's fantastic. Oh, I need to get one for uh, for uh, the misses. 
because uh, she's a she's a pretty big on pens. Uh, so awesome, Katie! You're doing a lot of great stuff, including you're continuing your radiation therapy fashion show <laughs> slash pro wrestler um, gimmick uh, fest. Gimmick fest. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fantastic <laughs> oh thank you yeah check it out on kate on kate marie pgh on instagram and kate Dutters on twitter and yeah you can see me wear my very fancy shirt that i have to wear for my radiation sessions with uh emulating one of our local wrestling friends <laughs> terribly because i'm only using things that i have in my house <laughs> And there so is I'm going to be getting a little artsy craftsy here soon. And if you're not familiar with the local pro wrestling scene, she is um, putting up um, comparative pictures so you can see what we were going for. Because <laughs> 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 it definitely needs context sometimes. Uh, so um, there, there you go, there you go. Um, I really enjoyed the Hello Kitty on like the Hello Kitty. Um, what? What? It's not a hat. Oh, those are headphones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> being used mm-hmm. to good effect at least a couple of times. Oh, that's right. That other one's not up yet. Uh, so have have fun with that. Um, oh, I love the the Reaper was. Oh no, I messed it up. I messed it up. The Reaper had cat ears in your impression. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of lot of furs and ears being incorporated. So, <laughs> yes. Chilla is at Chilla on the Twitter, and you can. Uh, yes. Oh, I was going to say John Chilla on the Facebook. You can ask him your five gigahertz Wi-Fi questions as well. <laughs> I'm going to mess up my home Wi-Fi so bad trying to get this thing to work, aren't I? <laughs> so, you, so, you, so I know, I know at least on two of the previous routers I've had. See if there's like a config backup option. No, oh, yeah, we might. Well, it's going to be just reset the router if things go sideways. So yeah. and it's, it's one of those FiOS ones. So, but it's a newer one. It's different than what we have here in the office because you have the separate. But that's for something else, guys. Thank you so much. Check out everything. Um, um, another programming note. Uh, over on listen to your parents Facebook page, uh, Matt Carlin's is posting. I think that that's going to post in a couple of minutes here. If you're with this live at 8 p.m. tonight, uh, Dad's playing Rocket League for the first time. He has a special uh, video presentation that he's been putting together. I, I saw some early drafts of this. This is really cool. So if you are new to Rocket League, you're a dad or have a dad in your life. Uh, that might want to play Rocket League. Go check it out. Otherwise, it should be immensely entertaining to just to uh, see Matt Carlin's take on the game Rocket League. I had a lot of fun playing with him a uh, a couple weeks ago as well. Uh, so go check that out. Listen to your parents on all the social medias, the podcast over at SorgatronMedia.com and everything else. Guys, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun, and I apologize to, to the Android users for how Apple we got this week. We'll see you guys next time. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.